0: Joining us in the studio, about to celebrate retirement—or as he likes to call it, about to flunk retirement—is Doctor Milan Sombrick, D.D.S. Doctor Milan Sombrick, thank you so much for joining us here and talking to the town. Delighted to be here, John. Yeah, uh, glad con- to be here. Congratulations on a, an amazing career. Uh, let's uh, let's go back a few years and uh, talk about this uh, You moved to Collingwood back in, what, 1965? In 1965, yeah Let's go back that far, John I just paid a dollar to park my car for
1: <laughs> an hour When I came here, it cost one nickel, a nickel. I could have been here for a nickel for the next hour or so. So Things have changed.
0: Things certainly have changed. Uh, You've been on the forefront of a lot of that change. Um, Certainly, uh, uh, you were a a dentist, a family dentist for many years. Yes, Mm -hmm. Uh uh, But uh, also an entrepreneur and an inventor.
1: Well, I developed a dental implant. Uh, Dental implants are one of the fastest growing uh, areas in dentistry and has changed uh, what we can do for people more than anything else. There are about 4 million denture wearers in Canada. There isn't a lower denture in the world, the performance of which could not be improved by the use of implants. Uh, So I've been involved with that, and uh, I have to tell you that uh, now that I am uh, ending this, my first career, which is dentistry, (laughs) the people who are taking over, uh, Dr. Van Galen uh, and I have worked together, uh, I've worked with a lot of dentists on implants Mm. around Ontario, the Caribbean, and and, uh, South Korea, and Dr. Van Galen was one of the best. I am so delighted to have him take over my practice. Uh, which now has three other dentists in it, including Dr. Magellan's son, who just graduated from uh, New York University Dental School. You know, Canada has one of the best basketball teams anywhere. Yes, But when it comes to dental schools, we don't quite cut it. You know, the three dentists who are now in the practice that I used to run have a vast deal of experience. The young man who's replacing me, uh, Ben Van Galen, is uh, Dr. Rob Van Galen's son, mm-hmm. graduate of New York uh, University Dental School, far, far ahead of any of the best dental schools that we have in Canada. So, you know, what I'm leaving behind there on 229 6th Street uh, is um, so well now uh, staffed by very competent uh, people, uh, any one of whom could look after my personal dental needs. I'd be glad to uh, go that route. Uh, and so the people of Collingwood are really well served uh, by having a great uh, ski facility and a great uh, dentistry available to them.
0: You've been uh, uh, re- you're retiring from dentistry after a 53-year-long career, and you didn't even start as a dentist at a young age.
1: Well, I was 25 when I graduated. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, that, uh, that was... Uh, Is that normal? Yeah, yeah, in those days it was. It takes more now. You know, this Ben Van Galen, for instance, who is uh, replacing me, needed eight years to get a degree. Right. Uh, When I was in dentistry, it uh, took four. You could go out of high school into pre dents, followed by dentistry. Today, almost everyone going into dentistry has got a four-year degree. degree. Uh, In my class of 128, there were five women. Today, wow. today, half the cla- well, they got a lot of attention. I can tell you, but-, <laughs> but today, half the
0: classes are women, which is what it should have been all along. We're going to be celebrating your fifty-three years in dentistry yeah. uh, with a big party coming up. Uh, tell us what, you, where the inspiration came to to throw a, a, a big party over at Water Resorts. Well, uh, I am flattered
1: uh, that. My colleagues and friends think well enough of me to throw that party. I really had nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, Timothy Brown, who heads Canada's oldest and biggest dental practice appraisal firms and dental practice sale firms, Together with Rob Van Galen, who uh, took my practice over, decided they're going to do that. So I got them fooled sufficiently to (laughs) to think well enough of me to do that. So all of my former patients are invited, of course, and friends and neighbors, and we'll have appetizers and uh, drinks. And uh, uh, background music will be provided by the Quintessence Ensemble. Quintessence Ensemble are three sisters two of whom play the violin, uh, one of whom plays the cello. And actually, I'm a failed violinist myself. I I, I don't know. I I think,
0: you you know, maybe you're not one of the quintessences, (laughs) but uh, I know that you play well yourself.
1: So these ladies will be playing my two violins. Nice. Uh, They they sound a lot better when these ladies play them (laughs) than when I play them. But, you know, I have a quintet and a quartet and a trio, and we perform at the library here twice a year. And uh, I understand, I don't know how to say this modestly, we're the biggest draw at the library. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's good to know. They're desperate. They're desperate <laughs> for our content,
0: aren't they? Yeah. Well, and it looks like you got a career after dentistry. I mean, this violin thing could take over. Uh,
1: well, John, you know, dentists have to look after their own retirement. So I've been investing in the stock market for 53 years. The last 20 or 30, confidently, before that, I was victimized like most people are in the stock market. Most people retiring do so at an income level lower than the one that they had during their career. Mm -hmm. It is entirely possible for everybody working from minimum wage job, just above minimum wage job, to making half a million dollars a year anywhere in that range, entirely possible if they do the right thing to enter retirement and maintain the same level of income that they had during their career uh, by managing things uh, properly. And it's not a difficult thing. Just Bay Street and uh, Wall Street uh, have interests which are diametrically opposed (laughs) to the interests (laughs) of the investors. So if people can manage things properly, and I talked to So far, I've primarily been talking to my colleagues, dental study clubs Mm -hmm. and dental organizations around Ontario and and the Caribbean. Uh, I tell them that at the end of my presentation, which is one hour long, they will be able to show a high school student how to maintain a level of income in retirement that they had during their career at all levels of income. It's possible. And simple, but not easy, because the system uh, is not designed to help people uh, retire comfortably. The system is designed to reward Bay Street and uh, mm-hmm. Wall Street, and they sure look after themselves very well.
0: You've written and lectured on this topic. Is this something that might be uh, more prevalent as you go on to your failed retirement?
1: Well, my my failed retirement is going to involve that. You know, I, I write a blog that's published every Monday. Uh, oh, yeah, it's called Monday Morning Millionaire. And the reason it has that name is because on a Monday morning, before breakfast, most people could make more money in the market than they did in their best week at home. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, what I talk about. And uh, during the uh, uh, career celebration that my friends have put together for me, that'll be on um, this coming Thursday between 5 and 7, at the Bear Estate, I will be giving out uh, these books that I've written. Uh, One I've written on health, and another one that I have written on investing appropriately. So I'll be giving them out to anybody who
0: shows up. That is Thursday, June the 6th, 5 to 7 p.m. at Living Water Resort, Collingwood, the Bear Estates room. For more details, you can always head to thepeakfm.com. Dr. Milan Sombra, congratulations on uh, a wonderful, illustrious career and all the best in your, as you call it, failed retirement.
1: Thank you, John. It was a pleasure to visit with you.